Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. The work we do in Being at Peace with Food is organized around four basic principles or set of concepts. Letting go, awareness, effort, and sustainability. I know what you may be thinking. Isn't this course about dieting and food? So why are we first asking our clients to let go? By letting go, we start our clients on the journey of finding themselves. And in order to do that, they need to let go of their preconceived notions around body image, weight, and dieting. But perhaps most importantly, they need to let go in a way that reduces stress. When we are less stressed, our parasympathetic nervous system is toned. This side of our nervous system allows us to rest and digest, and in a word, heal. We function better on all levels, and we gain access to perceiving what we need. If our system is functioning like there is an emergency, operating out of our sympathetic nervous system, or fight or flight, it takes much more effort to perceive reality, whether it's how our body feels or what food we need to nourish ourselves. When we are stressed, we also release hormones such as cortisol that help our bodies retain fat. So being in a stressed state is completely counterproductive to weight loss. Yoga practice is a training to stay in a more relaxed state. It is an ideal choice that sets up conditions for changing ourselves. Yoga helps move people toward the being at peace with food goal of attaining a more calm and energized state. One of the most important things we can do for our clients is help them create and sustain a yoga practice that fits their personality, their needs, and their lifestyle. Once this practice is established, stress can be reduced as the client learns to let go. Deeper insights can come after we let go. As the client learns to let go and lessen stress, greater awareness can be cultivated. The confusing, counterproductive signals from stress that cloud the mind are now lessened. As this happens, clients become more aware of the physical body, including finding and engaging the breath, having an idea of energy levels, and seeing the operations of the mind more clearly. That, in turn, allows our client to gain awareness in really practical ways. For example, they'll learn to schedule their days, how to examine their blood sugar levels, and the best way to journal what they are eating. All of these skills will shed light on what is really happening for our clients on a daily basis. Awareness is an essential step in all these matters. And it supports all of the other principles. When we let go, when and how to place effort, and when to make small changes that make a difference in our quality of life. Out of awareness, clients can direct effort in a more useful way. A basic problem is that effort is applied in non-beneficial ways. And this is often misunderstood as laziness. We help clients manage their effort in their yoga practice. We help clients manage their effort in making lifestyle changes. We help our clients manage effort around their food choices. In a weight loss process, oftentimes people put way too much emphasis on restricting food intake. 
This leads to yo-yo dieting because effort in this way can only be sustained for a short period of time. Energy gets used up quickly, and change cannot be sustained. By working with appropriate amounts of effort, clients find areas where they can make sustainable change. Ultimately, a small percentage of change will lead to our client making great strides. These incremental changes require effort, but don't rob clients of their much-needed energy. Our clients become more skilled at placing effort appropriately. They are left with more overall energy, which creates a sense of contentment and well-being. The first three principles culminate in sustainability. Just as a yoga student learns the right combination of movement and breath to attain a steady, comfortable pose, so do our clients learn to live with food in a steady and comfortable manner. Clients are relaxed, more aware, and able to maintain a reasonable amount of effort or discipline in the pursuit of a goal. Just like in yoga practice, if we go in the wrong order or too quickly or without laying a proper foundation, the more advanced postures are not obtainable. If we want to overcome deep and difficult patterns in our life, we need to work our principles in a way that is sustainable for us. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we are here with uh, Anna Pasalacqua. She's uh, one of the founders of Breathing Deeply. Um, we're going to talk about a few things for the course. Uh, it's great to be with you, Anna. Uh, before we do, though, I was uh, hoping you might give us a little bit of your background um, with your work in this particular space. Nice to be with you. Um, so I had had a uh, weight loss journey myself. Um, finding yoga to really support lifestyle and eating changes that I wound up um, using. Um, you know, I went to yoga teacher training and was, was working around my own stuff with um, food and body image, um, weight loss, and had arrived at a pretty um, content place. And then Brant and I met and he had had a similar journey. Um, he had written the book and we started working together. Um, we started um, teaching workshops together and retreats. We had done that for over a decade um, together. Uh, we uh, collaborated on creating um, a, the Peaceful Weight Loss Teacher Training and we um, we wrote the nine month course in peaceful weight loss transformation and um, have been working together ever since. Um, I've also worked with numerous clients in private practice um, for now well over a decade. So today I thought we would uh, spend our time um, diving a little bit deeper into the, the four principles of the program, letting go awareness, effort and sustainability just wanted to ask you a few questions about them just to kind of flesh out these concepts for everybody. Um, you know, the first one that usually comes up is, you know, about the process itself. Are these four principles linear, right? Does every client move through them in the exact four step fashion um, or not? So we start linear with the first step and then it it is no longer linear once we incorporate the second step of awareness. 
Um, I always see it as cyclical. We often are going back to the letting go, or, you know, as you mentioned, um, you know, really seeing where the client guides us in terms of where we might want to go. Um, but it is not a linear process. Um, we have a direction in which we're going, but we're always using the guidelines of the last steps to help us in the next step. So cyclical, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, there, I think there's real wisdom in knowing that, that, you know, especially if you, you feel like you're stuck with a client, you go back a step or you go back to letting go and you, you know, reassess and kind of start again. Um, you know, speaking of letting go, you know, obviously this is a yoga program where yoga therapists, yoga based program. But are we creating super yogis here? Does everybody have to become, a, you know, a yoga teacher at the end of this? Um, you know, what's what's the level of buy-in that we need from our clients around yoga practices and letting go? Yeah, I mean, a little buy-in is good. Um, we are using yoga as our framework. And so, you know, not that we're using Sanskrit terms or that kind of thing, but a little buy-in's okay. But um, it doesn't have to be, they don't have to be completely like committed to yoga. Let The letting go practices are not, they don't have to even be yoga. They could be swimming. They could be walking in the forest or forest bathing, as they say. Um, there are other practices that can sort of be used um, in replacement of the yoga practices that, that we um, are so great at teaching and using in this process. It takes the pressure off a little bit, you know, that, that yoga is the, is the starting point, but we can expand as needed and, you know, whatever serves the client. Um, you know, so the, the next thing we were thinking about here is awareness. Um, I was just hoping you might give us, you know, sort of general examples of when you've seen a client have a shift, you know, or generally how clients have shifts in awareness when it comes to their yoga practices or lifestyle changes, those first things we work on. So often people feel better rested. Um, and from there, they, you know, maybe they're sleeping more or even the practices are more nourishing. So they have more energy. Um, they might have more time as a result to do other things um, that are beneficial, um, less numbing out or collapsing and a little more um, productivity um, for, you know, taking care of themselves. Um, I definitely often see that there's less irritability um, for various reasons. And then that, that relates to their interpersonal relationships. So their partners or their bosses, their colleagues, coworkers, that kind of thing. Um, so that can usually be like an aha because it's a reflection in their lives of their relationships. Um, so those are definitely some greatest hits of, of shifts that we can see pretty, pretty drastically in the beginning. Um, yeah. And, and our clients often, uh, want to report those things, right? So, you know, it, oftentimes they'll be happy to share the good news, right? So it's, um, you know, you, you will, you will see that, that, that awareness is, is starting to come together, I think. Um, so next to thinking a little bit about effort, you know, 
this starts to come into play right as we move along in the process you know effort around their practice and and the different lifestyle things that they they might be you know working with you know how do we how do we get our clients to to start to you know hone in on what the right amount of effort is i know that's like a broad question but you know in the same way like those greatest hits awareness shifts you know how should we generally be thinking as far as effort is concerned I think that with greater awareness, we can apply effort. So with that greater awareness, the application of effort can be almost like it can be easy, but as you said, where do they apply their effort? And it's very personal, but typically we start with what's the one place where you could apply effort as not to sort of do what a lot of people who are, have had, you know, big, weight stories, um, body stories in their lives, they've spent time, you know, changing everything. And so our approach is the opposite of that. So the hope is that there's like a, a refreshing quality to it, but also like an a, attainable experience. So what's, what's one thing we can do to apply? So, you know, how about a bedtime this week? Let's try that. Um, how about, you know, eating regularly or eating breakfast this week? Let's try that. Um, how about practicing? That may be like the first application of effort. Let's do that consistently in, you know, once a day or twice a day. Um, and then we're also working with misguided effort because not only are we building awareness, but with that awareness, we can look at, well, what are the things you don't need to be doing that you're like, you know, working so hard to accomplish. And so sometimes there can be replacement with effort as well. So it's one thing or two things, but you're not doing all those other things that you thought you should be doing. Um, and so it's really just prioritizing and looking at it maybe week by week in terms of what's the one thing we could do this week. And then maybe you see them again, what are the two things that we're working on this week if, if they were successful in that previous, you know, application of effort. Right. Yeah. I love that you, you know, you, you're honing in on that sort of incremental one thing at a time ripple effect. Um, because I think it speaks to the, you know, the the last principle of sustainability. We, you know, I think when we first start thinking about these principles, we're like, oh yes, we get to this place, the mountaintop, where the lifestyle and everything is sustainable and it's great. But with incremental effort and change comes that sort of incremental sustainability too, right? We have success in these small things, and they become sustainable. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on what that kind of looks like. Yeah. I love, this is where, I mean, I, I love my job, but I also love working with people in this way because often we get to be the, like the voice of, of remembrance for them. Like, Hey, but look at these, you know, look at all these little things that you've done. And now there's been this big stride because often when you're in process, um, I don't know if this was true for you in your own process, but it certainly was for me where I almost didn't see all the little changes that I had made. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, new normal. And so for, for working with clients, we often see that like, and then, and then again, this is that like that cycle of, 
um, oh, I've lost track of my letting go practice. I'm in my new normal and that's great. And like my lifestyle is shifted or I'm eating regularly or, you know, some of my like difficult, really difficult eating behaviors have, you know, gone down in percentages or wherever we are in this sort of cycle or spectrum of, of process. Um, it's always like a nice reminder, like, right but this is where I started, or this is where I'm at now. This is, this is like meeting people where they are. This is who I am. This is, this is what my needs are now. My effort needs to look like this now, different than it did six months ago, or my um, letting go practices have been let go. And maybe I need to find them again because I'm, I'm, you know, finding myself moving in the direction I don't want to go. But, um, but yeah, there's this great moment where you get to sort of be that reflection like hey look at all that you've done look at these all these little things have really created these big big shifts and changes but it doesn't start there i think the the really thing that you should really take home from this conversation is that it's not linear it's cyclical um this the each thing builds on the next thing and, and eventually you can be that mirror, turn around, you know, have the client turn around and say, oh, these things are going really well from you. And then the next thing comes and they have that confidence uh, to move forward for sure. So thank yes. you, Anna. Yes. That was awesome. Good. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.